Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. Welcome back. Uh, listeners who who the fuck are we talking to i don't know it seems like it's uh, working, been forever <laughs> working interferences listeners i am your host lance timmerman oh and i'm holly timmerman and i'm back and yeah we're um he didn't get rid of me forever no no it's just been uh been busy and uh yeah we've been kind of all over the place and i had literally I, all over the place yeah, very much so i had these great plans of bringing my my little portable recorder well, you uh, did take. And I, I your did. Little... I just didn't bring any microphones to go with yeah, it, it was, and so I was going to use the onboard mic that I had disabled, and I couldn't figure out how to undisable it. Well, part of it was we were drunk in a in a hotel room. That didn't help. In Monton, France. And yeah, it was like what? Yeah. What are we doing? I don't so know what we're doing. apparently, the limoncello there is fantastic. <laughs> little did we know they were known for lemons. Lemons and. Um, and Orange and olives, Citrus. Great. basically everything I love. So yeah. we could move there. So um, I had gone to uh, Monaco. Um, then it was for my birthday. My birthday was March thirty first. We went so. because you got screwed out of your fiftieth birthday. Well, of COVID. there was that too. But I mean, that was two years ago. I mean, right, get but over still, it. Still, life moves on. Yeah, and then we <laughs> took a step back. Yeah. And, we- and we said, you know what? Because in October, you forwarded an email that went to the office inviting me to this, the AMWC, the Aesthetic Multi-Specialty Society. And so they had the World Congress there in Monaco um, from my birthday through Sunday of uh, that weekend. So we said, yeah, let's go. So we registered and uh, have been planning for a while to go. And we went, and I was actually going to record while we. Th- I couldn't. It, it was it was crazy. I looked at how much hotels were in Monaco, totally affordable normally, and then they like tripled the price during this conference. All the doctors were coming to town. Yeah, I mean rooms that were normally like two hundred fifty bucks were going for uh, fifteen hundred. Yes, yeah, per night. So guess what? We didn't. So stay I didn't there. do that. And, we're not uh, stupid. No. Yeah. No. No. But I found a, a cute little hotel in Menton. We had a theme the entire week, which we didn't catch did on we? to the theme until like oh yeah, almost all the way through our trip. And I was like, "Did you realize that?" Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. So, like the car that I rented was a little Fiat, but it was a Dolce Vita Fiat, and the name of our hotel in Menton was La Dolce Vita. And then there was another. Uh, One like, of the wines we had. Oh, we found a wine at <laughs> this Italian restaurant in Italy. <laughs> oh yeah. Fun fact. So on Wednesday night, uh, the night before my birthday, it was like we had gone to the pre-conference symposium thing, and and then it was like it was ending, and we're like, "What do you want to do for dinner?" And I was like, well, "Let's go to Italy. Let's get spaghetti in Italy." So we went to have spaghetti in Italy. So we drove to Italy and found the wine called La Dolce Vita. We went to San Ramon. Cute little town. I'd only known about it because there was a, a Milan San Remo um, bike race once a year. It's a big, long yeah, one day race. Yeah, but you know what? Italians are so fucking asshole drivers. Oh my God. I have never seen so many people with a death wish ever in my life. I, I was like, yeah, you need a high powered Ferrari just to get out of the way. Well, and you and I, I feel like, are very naive. Co- 
No, we're oh. very culturally we we can get we get around places. We aren't someone who stays at a hotel the entire time we visit a place. Right, when we when we go someplace, the hotel is less important because we're going to we're going to get around. We don't spend our entire time at the no. hotel. So, I feel like we're we've driven in many different countries, different circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And they I've were, been on Autobahn. They were the most aggressive drivers I feel like I've ever seen. And we've been in Hong Kong and we've been all over the place. But I didn't drive in Hong Kong. No, but I just was like, oh my God, these people are insane. Yeah. They, I mean, the motorcyclists alone, I was just like, okay, well, yeah. let's just, God be with you. Hopefully you don't die while yeah. we're driving. So we, we got there a couple days early and, and cause I, I'd never taken you to Cannes before where the Cannes Film Festival happens. Well, I've been to Cannes once, but it was kind of like, we, oh, just, well, we stopped through. It wasn't like I stayed in Cannes. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah, it was barely there. But then that while there is when I realized you, you hadn't been to, um, what the fuck is it? The Saint fuck? Yeah. Saint-Tropez. So we went and spent a day at Saint-Tropez. And we did some wine tasting, which was really, really uh, fun. A typical thing where I fucking hated the traffic. I said, fuck this. I'm going to go here. And then the the road that was supposed to go parallel didn't. It was like Bob and, Ross. Happy accident. And so we're like, hey, there's a winery. And we pulled in. And I thought she was going to speak English better than she did. So I had to do it all in French. And I realized the limitations of my vocabulary. And then I just I didn't know what the fuck the held up my tasting was. It was fine. It's degustation. So well, now uh, you know. Now I know. And uh And the more you know. And then of course you had said, Oh, let's get a case of that. I'm like, um, we're driving a little fiat. We already had <laughs> you, our bags were You know what? Just mind yourself. I told you I'd figure it out. Yeah, and well, I did. You did. You did. It was like a fucking clown car with all our, our luggage. It's it, like Jenga. It just got worse and worse. At first it was just Jenga, but then when we had to at the end of the trip, it was a clown car. And of course I had to get like my herbs de Provence mm-hmm. and I had to get my sea salt. Because there's nothing better than the salt from France when you open the package and it's still wet. That's Camargue moisture. And it, that's amazing. And the salt is so much better tasting. Of course, we're near the Camargue, but we got the sea salt from the Atlantic. So it wasn't Camargue salt. So that was thought. It's still salt. I mean, I'm happy with it. I'm shut happy up. you're happy. Just shut up, you. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. And then we ended up at this really great little wine bar in Monton um, that the woman who yeah, ran you, it. You found it during the day when I was at yeah. the symposium. I and, was wandering through the city because this town, it's like this mountain hillside that kind of just curves around each other and it just keeps walking and you keep walking and you walk and walk and walk until you end up in someone's house, which is what I did. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes what <laughs> looks like streets or alleys were actually, um, uh, entrance. Yeah. It's like, foyer. my bad. Sorry. <laughs> How you doing? Um, <laughs> Let me introduce myself. You accept that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. <laughs> but we got to know her, Stefania, and yeah. she owned this wine bar, and it was so beautiful. And she was the sweetest person, I think, that I had met in a very long time. She invited us into the wine bar, and then she found out it was your birthday, and she made us all this special pizzas yeah. and all this stuff. And yeah, I was like... Yeah, pizza on, uh, like, the... Filo... Filo... It was... So good. Oh my God. It was amazing. 
And then just the cool soundtrack. I, I ended up downloading all the music that I found from this. And, and it's been our playlist at the office ever since. Yeah, the Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova stuff. But it was oh, like so covers good. of good Nirvana music. and Madonna. And Highly recommend. Just cool pop music. And all of a sudden, it's in Bossa Nova style. It was so cool. So I have a play, this big old playlist now because but of Stefania. I definitely recommend Monton. If you've never been there. And it's one of those places that you could go and stay for a week and just explore and wander around because you beca- you're able to be it with the people. Yeah, hanging out, it's walking just the streets, a town. watching those kids play soccer in the oh little God. town square. And they're at the base of their. It was just so beautiful, and it was right on the water. And yeah, every day I kept going. Yeah, this view sucks. Make it stop. It was so, it was so awesome. And the people. Were it was supposed so to nice. rain, and it didn't rain. It was just gorgeous blue skies. Yeah, we got lucky. We really lucked out. Uh, La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita was our the sweet theme. life. Yep. Yeah, and so that worked out great. Uh, flew home on that Sunday and had to work Monday. Of course, yeah, that was. Of course, you were brutal. you were smart and you made it start late, and it, and it was just a skeleton of a schedule. I mean, yeah, it was but hardly anything. But we did have some emergencies. It was that still happened, productive. Um, while we were gone, so patients were. You know, like waiting for us. They're like, "Oh my god, I so I didn't know what to do." I'm like, "Well, you called me in France, so you're fine." Yeah, that, that's the thing that still that sucks about modern technology. Even though you're on the other side of the world, we're still accessible. And like, and and they expect you to call them right back. Um, I'm nine I'm, hours ahead of you, yeah. so you're gonna. Can I see to you tonight? Now. No, I'm in France. Yeah, but they were all pretty good. They yeah just waited for us, but it worked out. Yeah, it uh, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, in the little hotel, a- I had the the Zoom and and tried to record, and then it just didn't. It didn't work. work but it out. was an interesting conference, um, because it was more of an anti aging facial aesthetics. But there's just so many. I mean, that floor where what's it called? That floor where it's got everybody selling their stuff. The exhibit hall. The exhibit hall. Well, was- halls. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was Grimaldi Forum is right on the, the Princess Grace Drive, right there along the water in Larvado Beach, and uh, it's a very famous it, during the Monaco Grand Prix. That's a very famous straightaway and, and everything. the uh, The layout was just a spider web of convoluted escalators, the, the ex- and that that they people literally came. It made the Chicago Midwinter Exhibition Hall looked like a joke. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty safe. Some of the booths in Chicago Midwinter were were awesome, kind of. But this, uh, but this was every single booth was like that. I mean, they had like anti aging tanks set up that you could hop in and try it out if you want, or they could, you know, I mean, they With lasers were, for hair oh restoration, and, and they were prepared, and it was like you walked in and you. You thought you were in their store. Yeah, it was pretty it, like they, pretty cool. We came the day before and we were mm-hmm. walking around the ex, as well. People, they were still setting as up. people were setting up. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, this will be interesting." And then when we got there the next day, it was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it, it was. It was like they had put up a whole entire city within the this building. Well, if you think about, I mean, this is the in the medical realm. You know, dental is the stepbrother of of medicine so the amount of money that they have available to them to try to impress so much more yeah but like that camera 
I really want that software. Oh yeah, there was a that facial software. And we did end up getting a couple of tools for our office to kind of mm-hmm. elevate us because it it does make us different. We we mm-hmm. work a lot with facial aesthetics. And well, like even and, just doing the Botox, but right. adding this one laser to it will augment the the treatment. Yeah, I so. mean, it was very cool. If you ever get a chance to go, it's just a really cool experience. And do yourself a favor: don't stay right next to the conference. Make yourself work a little bit about getting around because there actually is a a bus that we could have taken straight from Montauk to the exhibition hall and it would have been fine, but we had a car and it was, you know. I I like having bringing my GPS with my European maps and well, and it allowed us, you know, we we ended up going to Eza, Eza, Eze, Eze, yeah, um, and found um, this amazing. Perfumery. Yeah. That made products for the queen and they gave us a tour and it was really cool. And uh, you you just stumble upon things when you're driving around a Mm -hmm. a country that you wouldn't normally find. And it's completely safe and people are incredibly kind when you're not an asshole. I mean, I, anytime. Well, it helps I I speak the language. Well, anytime I was wandering around before I left the hotel every day, I would go on to Google Translate and say like different phrases that I might need, like where's a restroom or where is a cafe or where are the bells? How much from? for the women? No, we're not asking that. <laughs> but I had so I had all of these screenshots of different Google Translates that I could show to somebody if I was someplace and I didn't know what. I, where I was going or what I was doing and people were really nice about it. And if people, if I I was trying, right. I think it's the attempt. As long as you make an attempt, they'll meet you halfway. Cause truthfully, the majority of people do speak English Mm -hmm. to some extent. They may, it might be poor English, but their poor English is a thousand times better than my French. Yeah. Your, your French is terrible. Just the fact that I'm willing to help them. They were like, Oh yeah. Well, if you just go here and I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) I'm an idiot. But, um, yeah, it was super cool. It was really fun. Then we came back and then we were going to record again, except for we were basically tired. So tired. Every day we came home from work. I pretty much went straight to bed. I thought we were going to die. Yeah. We got some food in us and then went, good night. Bianca's like, it's only seven o'clock. We're pretty good about (laughs) like resetting our clock when we get to Mm -hmm. where we're going. And then we're just, we just go, 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 go the whole time we're gone. And then we come home and collapse. Yeah. That first day when we landed was Monday at 1030. We, I thought we, I would crash out by early dinner or whatever. We stayed till midnight. So that, yeah, we, that allowed us to. Really reset. Just get right into it and be, yeah, because we went to Centro Pay that next day. Yeah. And then I, I missed my turn. And so we just kind of kept want, driving along the coast. And I'm like, this was a way better drive than coming in. Beautiful towns and weather was great. So highly recommend South of France. If you've never been, you got to go. If you've been, do it again because it's just, it, you just it discover it, more things just, every time. Yeah. There's, just There's just so, so much. much to offer. And especially after being locked down for two years, get the fuck out of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Do yourself a favor. 
a little extra headache. We had to get, that was the other thing that was a little frustrating. We had to uh, make sure you had a negative COVID test or fully vaccinated or everything. It just it, it had yeah. to be within, to get there, it had to be within 48 hours of a negative test. Coming home, we had to have within 24. So what was cool about the conference is they actually had a testing facility there on site. Yeah, for all of the doctors so and their staffs and everything. We were able to just go get tested, had the piece of paper. And then when we checked in the next day, you know, luckily it was still, we still had a couple hours to spare before. Uh, but that, that night and the night before we stayed in Nice because the airport in Nice was where we were flying out of. It was, would have been terrible. We had a little trouble with the, um, the gar routier, their guard payage. Oh, motherfucker. Oh my God. <laughs> so God, so they, they have toll everywhere. The, the auto routes have, like are toll booths. million toll booths. And depending on where you're going to go, you're going to pay as you go. And if you're going a long distance, you just, you're going to hit the guard of payage, the little station to pay. And some take credit cards. Sometimes my card worked. Sometimes oh. it was your card. Yeah. Sometimes we were like acting like crazy people. Well, and then I pull up and then you put the card in and then it just ate my card. And I ate your card. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm pushing the button to get the lady to come on. And she's like, you got to put your card inside. And it's all in French. So I'm like, it is inside. Say de don. And she, she's like, then it spits out. And then, and then she's like, okay, now, you know, pay. I'm like, I, I just, je veux partir. So she raises the, the gate and we get out and we just gun it as fast as we can. And I got an email today. Apparently, um, I needed to pay that time. I got a fine. I got a ticket. So yeah, I'm not sure exactly how so much worse, but every time there was an option to go to the guard of payage or go down that route without, we, we would go the side route. So that like that one hill on the way to A's was, um, where that pizza place was. Oh yeah. That was free. So I preferred the free and not have to worry about that. Guard yeah. Payage. It gets a little, and then I, one time that your trip. card didn't work. And so we luckily had some cash. And then your card worked the very next guard of payage. Yeah, so it was ten minutes later. So it, that was like the thorn at our side is all of those toll Yeah, moves. so we just made sure we stayed in Nice the night before, so we didn't have to worry about trying to yeah, do that on the way because our flight was at six a.m., which meant we had to be there at four a.m. That sucked. Yeah, that was exhausting, but yeah, that it was, was a, all it was all worth it. I would do it again yeah, in a heartbeat. I, yeah, if I had to do it over, if I, if the choice was not to go, then yeah, this if that's the price I got to pay, then that's what I'll do. And then you, we came home. We were you were home for three days, and then I had a little mastermind group in Greenville, South Carolina. I so did a little crash course learning bit for that. And yeah, this little group thing where everybody shares tidbits that they've learned over the year or how their practice is doing. What was that one thing that you learned about that actually every dentist should get on board with this? It's called the Point or the Point that app. I don't know. Where you use your credit card to pay all of your bills. Oh, plastic.com. Pla- plastic, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q. So, because the, the, this one guy had talked about all the different, he has like five different credit cards getting miles and cash back and all these different things. And, and one person was saying, oh, you shouldn't do that because you're going to get a 1099. Cause, and he's like, well, only if you're dumb enough to say, give me the cash. And then Tara's like, um... Okay. And so he, he showed how he was using the cash back available to pay off, you know, things. And, and so that when you get your statement, well, if I had cash that paid this off, it doesn't even enter into my ledger. 
So it basically never existed. So you, you basically have this tax-free income because it's cash back on this spending. It was, it, we had a, he has a spreadsheet to keep track of all his cards. It's kind of amazing what he's done. But he was saying, like, you need to be paying, like, your rent and everything. And I'm going, well, yeah, I've tried to pay rent with my uh, card, but they don't take credit cards. But apparently this website will allow me to use my credit card. And I, I'm assuming it just generates a check, sends the check to wherever it needs to go, probably for a minor fee. But if you're going to be able to rack up miles, whether it be hotel miles, airfare, or cash back, then it, you know it's worth it. Miles rack up when you pay everything with your credit card. Well, and you just have to be smart about it. You have to pay it off at the end of the month. Yeah. Don't start. Don't spend money you don't have. Yeah. But so that was kind of a cool tidbit that you came out of the conference with. And so, you know, those things are valuable if you are meeting up with people that really want to learn and share knowledge. Yeah. I think mastermind group, everybody should have at least one or more mastermind groups. Um, because it's you know surround yourself with like-minded people, you know if if you're not with people that are thinking the same way, then it's it's going to make dentistry that much worse. But everybody, the, the group I'm with, they, they're all into making sure they're doing high quality dentistry, smile makeover, high end things. And some people are totally insurance network in PPOs, and some people are completely cash only, fee for service. So it was nice to have a nice mix of uh, perspectives uh, and things. But uh, so then got back from that. Was that just this last week? Was this last weekend? So finally, you have uh, time to catch up. So we've been home and working, and we had a kind of a crazy week at the office this week. Oh yeah, it seemed like every day you're like, we got shit. Talk about this shit. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? So the first thing I want to talk about. And this is something I want to talk about because I don't, it makes me really nervous how easy insurances are doing this to dental offices. They send a um, revised uh, fee schedule to an office. And if you have somebody who isn't looking out for your best interest and you have them in charge of that stuff and they just agree to the fee schedule sent by the insurance company, you're getting fucked. Yeah. Uh, we had joined a, a network a couple of years ago because we were trying to sell a practice and they, I was told <clears throat> it's easier to sell a practice if you have some people that are tethered to the practice via the PPO. So we had a, a negotiated a pretty decent fee schedule because I wasn't going to just accept whatever they gave me. So I negotiated a pretty acceptable fee schedule. And uh, then they sent me one just recently saying, this is what we're going to pay you now. And I'm like, I said, we're going to go ahead and drop you then. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I said, I'm not going to go into the fucking red to see your clients. So if you would like me to see your clients then you need to pay me appropriately. And she was like, well, uh, I said, and I have no problem telling your clients that you are fucking us up the ass. And not in a good way. And she was like, well, oh, okay. So then she sent over another revised uh, fee schedule because it was their elite fee schedule. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie had talked to her. And she goes, yeah, just have Dr. Shimmerman sign it. And I said, who did you talk to? 
And she's like, oh, Stephanie said it was okay. I said, no, she did not. She has no bearing on saying that it's okay. She just took your call. And no, this is not okay. This is absolutely ridiculous. And these fees are not acceptable. Dr. Timmerman is going to continue to drop you and all of your clients. And we will tell your clients that you are pieces of shit trying to fuck him. And she was like, um, here's our specialty number. Could you call them and see if we could work out a better fee schedule for you? So you all out there who are taking the fee schedules or your front office is taking the fee schedules that are offered to you. Cause I didn't even know any of this happened. <clears throat> I knew that they had sent one fee schedule that I said, Oh fuck that. But I didn't know the rest of the, of the story. So I could see another office where if they just had someone up front going, okay. And then approved it. Yeah. We'd be screwed. Well, and that's why, you, you know, yes, I know plenty of doctors that have, Everybody running their shit because they don't want to deal with it. But guess what? If you don't have somebody running your shit that knows that you don't have to take what is offered to you from the insurance company, you're fucked. That's why you're getting $60 profies and $30 exams have a little bit more backbone and have a little bit more value in your degree. Yeah. I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with the, um, the other person that well, drove. Okay. So this so, does bring in. It. Yeah. So we had, um, a patient come in and she, well, she's not a patient of record anymore. She had come to, well, I did her veneers like 20 years ago. Right. She came to see you and you did her veneers in Oh three. Okay. And, we hadn't seen her. She would only ever come in to have him fix something. Like if she ended up having a crown, she wasn't a regular patient, but if it was something, she seemed, she was pretty regular up till about 2010. It, but if, if you look at her history, it was mm. to do a crown on one of her molars or to do mm -hmm. a crown here. Or to, she, she wanted you to do all of her restorative work because she believed in you, but she wanted to go and have most of her shit done for her routine someplace convenient to her because mm -hmm. she didn't live here. She did at the time when I did the veneers. She when was you local. did. Yeah. But eventually she, and eventually she moved. Yeah. And so I haven't seen her in 12 years and she shows up. First of all, her appointment was at two 30. Perfect time. Perfect time. Two, two 30. 30. <laughs> um, and she shows up at 11 and she says, well, I just need him to take a look at my teeth it alone well, it was just in the schedule for uh, a limited exam. Uh, well, actually, what is even for that? It was just it just said uh, consult or something because I think it was in there originally in the schedule at zero. Oh, and I was like, well, I don't do anything for zero. Why? Why is what's this zero? And in the defense of the person that made the appointment, we had at the last minute hired an answering service to answer our phones. Um. While we were in France mm -hmm. and it's actually a really good company that we've used before, but because we decided at the last minute to hire them, we didn't, weren't able to give them all of the information 
that they would need to have known that. Yeah. In the past, when we, we used to work, use them on a regular basis. The shout out to Mary Beth. So uh, DSS, Mary Beth. If, you've, she's if you ever, awesome. ever need somebody to answer your phones. Normally, when they're doing it regularly, they can answer it as if they were at the front desk and working for you full time. Yeah. So that the caller would never know that so they're this, not there. this was not... Their so it's not fault. their fault at all. It's just that uh, it was a little confusing because it was just she had a question about some recession around a veneer. And, and, well, like, and she walks in at 11 o'clock and I'm like, well, your appointment's not at 2.30. And she said, she says to me, well, I just need him to take a look. Can't he just take a look? I said, no, because he's with his patient who has an appointment at 11 o'clock. And she's like, fine. And she leaves. And then she comes back at 2.30 and I give her some paperwork. And I said, I need you to fill this out because when you... Update the health century, yeah. Well, no. The last time you were here, we were... Oh, that's right. She, when she came at 11, she said to you, has you already looked at my records? Yeah. Or, or, and so I had like to go I'm back and look her. at your records. Well, bef- when she had been there before, we weren't, di- we weren't all digital. And we had paper files, but since we hadn't seen her in 12 years, we didn't keep her file. Yeah, her file's gone. And so I said, actually, we don't have your records anymore because you're not a patient of records. So you need to fill out some paperwork. And she goes, it's only going to take a minute. And I looked at her and I said, if you want to get through this door, you will fill out the paperwork. The, anybody who gets through that door has given me paperwork and agreed to pay for what they're doing and agreed that we can do whatever we need to do. Yeah. And, and she, that's when she's like, wait, I have to pay for this. She goes, I'm going to have to pay for this. I said, do you want to talk to me or do you want to talk to the doctor? I want Dr. Timmerman to look in my mouth. I said, so you want Dr. Timmerman to do an exam and then tell you what can be done about your mouth. That's what he went to call to school for. Well, then, then she's like, well, can't you just call it a consultation? And I said, <laughs> no, this is, I said, before you leave, you will need to give me $250. And she, she's like, I said, he will look at your mouth. We will take appropriate x-rays if needed. And then he will go over what your options are to fix whatever it is that you want to have fixed. But he didn't go to school to do work for you for, for nothing. Even if it's just me taking a quick peek, that has value. So I have, and it, but to, in in her defense, it's my fucking spineless pieces of shit colleagues that have enabled her to feel this way. Well, who the fuck made her think that that just me taking a look has no value? It's you other motherfuckers out there that just do that for shit for free. And fuck I you. I I don't care if you think that you're being a good guy or you're spineless. a good gal by doing that. What you've done is you've told these people that what you do has no value. And that is a chain reaction that gets to the insurance companies that then you have no value and you get shitty, shitty fee schedules. So get your shit together. Take a little bit more pride in what you do and start fucking valuing dentistry. Yeah, me taking a quick peek and saying, oh, there's a gum recession there. You should do a gum graft or whatever the thing is. That's that a, took years of, that's of experience. A personal, that's a professional opinion. Mm-hmm. That's a diagnostic opinion that I've developed over 20 years of, of clinical dentistry. That's got value. 
And, and it is worth more than that dumb shit that just graduated from dental school. He doesn't know shit. He's not worth as much as me. If you think that they are translating that act of you doing it for free as some kind of friendship with you, you're wrong. They are looking at it as they got something for nothing. And every time you do that, they devalue you even more. Yeah. You, as long as you charge something, then there's, there is a, there's value to it. Now you can charge something and then discount it and give a reduction here or there or something, but there has to be a value for what we're doing. Well, why would they value you if you don't even value you? Right. Why don't, if you don't value your opinion, why should they start taking some kind of pride in what you're doing? Mm -hmm. You, you paid a lot of money and have spent a lot of hours to get your education, to put that DR in front of your name and then to give it away, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nobody thinks you're a nice guy. Nobody thinks you're being awesome and doing a, them a service. They think that you're not worth any money. So that's why they're there. Yeah. And we get, it's a very common thing. People calling up, do you do free consultations? Well, actually my response to them is we do after we've done a full comprehensive Records. exam yeah. and x-rays and and then I said, then Dr. Timmerman will sit down with you and give and do a consultation and go over everything that he has found and give you your options. Yeah. There's no charge for that, but you're going to pay for the exam and x-ray and yeah. records. And people are like, oh, okay. But these people, yeah. guys and girls, doctors that don't have any value for what they do. I have a YouTube video that explains the difference between a consult and an exam. It kind of makes fun of doctors in that one, too. Well, knock it the fuck off, you guys. You're making me crazy. It's making my job fucking hard. Yeah. So, God that was... Damn it. Is that Tuesday? I don't know. And then... No. That no, that was Monday. Was it was that? Monday. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. All the days are running together. I know. It's been a long week. And it's only Wednesday. But then we had a mom come in. So, this... Here's the thing. Here, oh, shit. Oh, Where's shit. the... I don't have drinks. Yeah. I can't drink. I have surgery tomorrow, so I don't get to have any drinks. You guys can have all the drinks. I don't know what button it is. Oh, Are you still the, trying to find it? Yeah, it's the stupid right there. And drink. There you go. There it is. I hope you guys all enjoy that. Um, <laughs> you, the when, thing with the mom? When you have kids in your office, and, and I don't know about pedo offices because... They are just That's a, a different whole beast. other animal. Um, well, pedo generally is going to be more open anyway, because a lot of them don't even have dividing walls. It's just chair, 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 chair. And so a lot of those places, it, it would be less of a big deal compared to ours, where there isn't that much space. Yeah, well, so this family, this new family, the mom was bringing all of her children to us, which was Already, that's like a it's weird, just a weird red flag. It's a to weird me. red flag like, to me. Why the fuck you choose me? I'm, clearly, I'm not a pedo. So she brings these kids, and the kids are actually very sweet. Yeah, but in hindsight, but the mom like, was like, she shows up. Her their daughter was the first patient, and she's eleven. Eleven? Okay. No, she's twelve. Okay, and she she was on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and 
the mom brings the other two kids with her. So there's like a three ring circus in our office with all these kids, which is completely out of our element. That's just yeah. something that we were just like, well, we never, usually that front room is empty. Yeah. We're like, it makes us all super anxious. We're like, people have an appointment. <laughs> the only time there's people there is when they show up early yeah. for an appointment. So, so I'm just like, these kids are giving me anxiety. I don't know what to do. Well, and then the way it was described to me, it was like, she was just bringing the entire group was going to go well, back. That's what she wanted to. Yeah. So she, our hygienist came up to get her daughter and she's like, hi, I'm Gail. And, um, I'm, I'm going to take Madeline back. And the mom's like, okay. So she stands up with all of the kids and they start to walk like they're going to follow Gail. And Gail's like, oh no, 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 no. There's not enough room back there for everyone. And the mom's like, well, she's really, she's really nervous. I looked at the mom and I just stood up and I said, we don't do that in this office. So if she cannot go back by herself, then she's going to need to go to a different office. Yeah. And the mom was like, Oh, well, I, I guess she'd be okay. I said, Gail is very good at what she does. She will be able to walk her through everything and she'll be completely fine. And the mom sat down and she just looked like she was a deer in headlights. Like no one had ever told her no. And her daughter goes back and she does her appointment. And she's great. And the two boys are like, Oh my God, I can't wait for it to be my turn. I'm like, is this the only time you've ever been away from your mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we if we get to go to the dentist, we get to be away from mom. <laughs> so today the other two boys came in mm -hmm. and they were like, like re ready and up at the door when Gail came to get them. She's like, okay, I'm ready to take the next one back. And they were like, it's my turn. It's my turn. I'm like, seriously. These kids are so anxious to get away from their mom because I won't let their mom <laughs> through the door. Uh -huh. But I'm just like, stop. You now, I know there's people out there saying, oh, it's no big deal. I let the full family go back. I guess more power to you. But Well, it doesn't help the child. No, kids, the behavior when the mom is a witness, kids act totally different. Yeah. Well, so I don't want that shit. And it doesn't give them any ownership in what is happening. When their mom is there, they... If, they manipulate mom. Well, they manipulate mom, but when the hygienist asks them a question, they will look at their mom before they answer the hygienist. Mm -hmm. And when you have a child and you're asking them questions, they're going to answer you honestly when they're a younger kid. You know, you might get a high, a high schooler that's like, no, I've never smoked weed before. Yeah, you, you're not going to get... There's certain <laughs> personal questions that you really can't ask in front of mom. But truthfully, that is our opportunity to create a safe space for a kid that if something is going on, mm -hmm. they can tell us. Yeah. And there have been incidences where there's been an abusive situation. There has been, you know situations where that was their opportunity to say something and they, they can't say it in front of their mom. Mm -hmm. um, bulimia, different things like that. You know, those are not like, if you ask a kid, Oh, have you been sick lately? Have you been throwing up? Blah, 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 blah. And their mom is sitting right there. They're going to tell you no. Right. And you know, those are real 
things. So, you know, we don't. And it was a shock to this mom. And it, you know what? Everybody it worked survived. Out fine. And the kids had a great time. Mm-hmm. And they felt like grownups when they went. And they did everything they were supposed to do. I mean, the mom was more anxious about going when I said, okay, I need you to come back. Dr. Chimurin wants to have a chat with you about the exams that he did with the kids. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she was like, a little nervous at first. She, like she was the one that was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was finally allowed to cross over the doorway. Yeah, yeah. I could just tell that the older boy was nervous. And, and I felt if I was saying much of anything, he might take it criticism or felt bad or anything like that. And it was just, he had a couple of cavities and, uh, he had a history of, there's a lot of dentistry in that kid's mouth. So, uh, I could see where that might compound his, his fears. Anxiety, yeah. yeah. So because it's not great dentistry either, but well, I mean, it's, it was fine. Dentistry. I mean, yeah, stainless steel crowns are you really, it's pass fail. It, yeah. it, it's not pretty, but it works. So, but yeah, so it's been kind of a weird week. I feel like I've been like having to be like the bouncer all week yeah. long. Well, you, almost every day you're like, oh shit, we got to talk about this on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> and something exhausting. else would happen. Fuck. We're talking about this one too. <laughs> okay. Fucking people <laughs> killing me. <laughs> the insurance, the crazy lady that came over the mountains, then the yeah. mom with the kids that she was more afraid to leave her kids by themselves in the dental chair than the kids were to go back and... I'm just like, people, you're making me so fucking tired. I can't even. Yeah, people suck. Yeah, it was just a really, really, really long, interesting week. But those are things that I just wish that you guys knew your value. So you didn't allow people to devalue you. And giving things away for free is fine if it's on your terms and it's to somebody who already values you Mm -hmm. to do it off the get-go it completely negates any authority that you have and value that you have and you need to stop doing it you know yes it's fine to give a free consult but guess what a consultation and a records appointment are not the same thing. So when you're coming, I mean, a consultation, I can do a consultation. Yeah. And that, that's how we, if we want people, we want to be able to say yes. And so if someone just wants to dip their toes or whatever and do a free consult, great. That's going to be with an auxiliary. It's not going to be with me. You know, and, and we usually clarify that over the phone. Are, are, do you want a treatment plan and a price or do you just want to know how things work? If you just want to know what's an implant, how does it work and things like that, that doesn't require the doctor to, to do that. Because inevitably what they'll end up doing, if I'm in the room, it's like, well, but just look. And then do they want you to look at their mouth? The minute you're looking past their lips and at their teeth, that's an exam. Yeah. that That's requiring well, a diagnostic you, opinion. You're also you, now hooked on their treatment well you said well Mm -hmm. i didn't actually do an exam on you i didn't do any x-rays on you i you asked me by just asking for trouble yeah don't do that to yourself yeah and know that you have value 
you know, you, someone is asking you a medical opinion. When I went to see my plastic surgeon, I had to give them a hundred dollars for my visit before I showed up. And then he literally came in for like five seconds and was like, Hey, how's it going? Yep. That's about right. That looks like that's what we could do. And I was like, okay. And, but it's so crazy that you're all doctors. He's a doctor, but for some reason he has more value than you do. Knock it off. You know, find out our insurance company is sending fee schedules to your front office. Get on that. Don't let that go because you should be able to negotiate every single fee schedule you have. And, you know, like with Dr. Timmerman, when I do Doc's stuff, I'm like, no, no, no. I need you to understand that he has thousands and thousands of hours of continuing education. So the guy who's down the street isn't of the same quality as Dr. Timmerman. That is why he deserves a higher fee schedule. He knows more. He does more. He uses good labs. He's not doing shitty work. And, you know, they're usually like, oh, 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 okay. Okay, let me see what I can do. You need to know that you can negotiate those fee schedules. You can push them and push them. Because what they don't want you to do is to alert their clients as to what they've done to you. Yeah. And I don't think it would be much of a surprise if you were to say, yeah, the insurance company is slightly, I mean, right now with Biden inflation going on and everything's going up and things are being changed and a whole lot of, whole lot of shit's going on. So people wouldn't be surprised if we were trying, if insurances were trying to screw us. So, but insurance companies don't want us to do that to, to their clients because they don't want to look bad. Right. They don't want their companies to be pulling. Well, and the more dentists, because they're worthless without dentists in network. Yeah. So if they don't have dentists in their network, then they are, are way less value to be able to offer. No, no other employer is going to want to buy their, their plan and pay the premiums if there's nobody in the network. Right. And so we, we're the ones with the power, but there's too many dentists that are spineless. Well, and that, I, but I don't actually think it's the dentists. I think they have people running. They have their auxiliaries running who don't know what they're doing. Right. But if, if they aren't taking control of, of the networks that they have even joined, right. number one, just don't fucking join them. Uh, but that's, it's not going to happen. That's so, easier said than done. Exactly. So, I mean, we're in network now with a few, so it is what it is, but that doesn't mean just take Bend over and take it. You don't just accept the first thing they offer because they're going to give you the lowest possible thing to see if you'll yeah, accept it. They will a hundred percent lowball you every single time. And a lot of dentists, they, I've talked to a few that didn't realize that their fees were in the, the 50th percentile and that the guy down the street is getting almost twice their fee. And then they're like, well, wait, why? I didn't, what? You, you know, you shouldn't be in, in 2022, you should be doing $600 crowns. Yeah. If you're doing a $600 Jesus, crown. That was my dental school fee. Yeah. 25 years ago. That is not what your business is about. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing a $600 crown, you can't use the best labs. Well, you can't use a lab at all. You have to, you have to be milling it yourself. And 
you can't even have your staff milling it. You can't afford to do stuff. Well, I mean, there are some labs because it's going to cost you, what, 35, 40 bucks to do a, have a CEREC block that you're going to mill. Yeah. There are some labs charging about that same amount to do a lab mate. Now, they look like shit and they don't no fit the way they should be. And- I mean, it, it, yeah. I just don't go down that road at all. I, I, I'll pay a, triple that to, to have a one that looks like a tooth, fits, doesn't take me more than two seconds to my crown seat appointment is it takes five minutes to seat the crown, you know, cause I'm using iTero. So any good scanner is going to give you great margins. The lab should be able to give you something where the, there's zero adjusting of the contacts and the occlusion. So it should just be put the cement in there and deliver it. So anyhow, anyhow, so that was my fun week. And now we're in Utah. Yeah. We'll be here for a few days. And um, anything else you got on your list? Anybody? No, no. I, I for, didn't bother to get, to really prepare much of anything. Uh, so that we don't have any Reddits. Reddit! So this was just more of a update. That, you know, people that were wondering where we've so been. So basically these were all questions that Gordon Christensen could answer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he could have answered these. So, so this makes this a worthless episode. <laughs> it's a little bit more <laughs> mellow because it's midnight. Yeah, and uh, we just probably got should off go an to airplane. bed. <laughs> um, but it was worth it. Yeah, I hope you guys learned something. I hope it wasn't super boring. Um, hopefully, in the next couple of days, we'll put another episode out. Um, maybe prepare for it at this time. Yeah, so, um, so we want to rate review us, please give us some more feedback. Uh, send us some questions to tell us, uh, you know, let us know if you're enjoying it. Cause if not, we're going to quit doing it. Yeah. Don't be I'm a period honest. Pussy. 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 So, uh, find us on all the social bullshits social because, bullshits. um, you know, on Instagram, you're a globe chatter grub. Yeah. And I am DR Timmerman DMD on Insta and, uh, Working interference and winterferences. Yeah, winterferences is also on. Um, you, you kind of took over the Instagram stuff with that one. So one way or the other, you can you can message us through those, or send us an email at uh, workinginterferences at gmail dot com. Um, so, uh, did you have? Was I? Th- I don't know if it's even your turn or whose whose turn is it to have a song for? I think we should do on? one of our Bossa Nova songs. Okay, so people get a taste of that. Get a little, a little exposure on um, some some Bossa Nova. So, all right. Uh, then on that note, do you, did you have a, a favorite Bossa Nova song? Um, not really. Because um, we could also do Wheeler Walker Jr.'s new song. Uh, God told me to fuck you. Okay. No. Okay. It all sounds delightful. (laughs) Um, So with um, Bossa Nova covers and Matt's and my, or Matt's and my Karma Chameleon on Bossa Nova covers was jazz. It was only from last year, 2021. So Karma Chameleon Bossa Nova style. So for, I am Lance Timmerman for Holly Timmerman is peace. Love you. My dream There's a loving in your eyes All the way If I live
listen to your lies Would you say I'm a man Without conviction I'm a man Who doesn't know How to sell A contradiction You come and go You come and go Come, 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 chameleon You come and go You come and go Love it would be if your colors were like my dream Like my 